Hi guys, welcome back to Fuck It Why Not podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, give us a like, subscribe. If you're watching on Apple or Spotify podcast, make sure you give us a little cheeky rating, five star only, if not fuck off. Um, <laughs> we are joined here today by the wonderful Match, the CEO and founder of Home Safe. How are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, I'm grando. Guys, Match is really tall. When he came in the office, really I was tall. like, what the heck? How tall are you? <laughs> like six foot, six foot seven. What? Fucking yeah. hell. Yeah, it's a bit fucking weird. Hell. It's like getting up to that like six, eight mark. And I'm like, do you know what? Fucking like six foot four was like, all right, this is cool tall. But now it's just like. He's still growing. Yeah, but in, I feel like now it's become some <laughs> sort of like circus act rather than it is like good looking tall. Do you have to tall. duck when you go through doorways? So you think that I always do, yeah. Well, most of the time, but then the amount of times that I forget, right, is actually like, oh, you hit your head it's broken. Oh, I hit my head the other day, I'm only 5'9". But I smacked my head. I think it was in Amsterdam, <laughs> <laughs> in a letterbox. <laughs> but I always constantly smack my head. I used to work this like job back home as a waiter and this kitchen that we'd have to go down through every time. Uh, through this like doorway, I have loads of plates. The amount of times, yeah, I just smack my head, drop all fucking plates. It was so embarrassing. I ended up getting Aww. sacked from that job as well. So I wonder why. Like half the like every half an hour, you just hear like a smack. Yeah. All the plates, and I just have like a concussion walking around like a bright red. That is so shit. I'm still fucking growing. I'm in. A, I'm in. A six. I think yeah, I'm I, I wish I was like six one, six two, but I'm. You're not six one. Oh yeah. Bullshit. Are you six one? I know. Yeah, six one. Really. I'm six foot with shoes on when I take them off from five and ever. <laughs> I'm so. six six Keep with the shoes on. inch heels on. To your right. <laughs> yeah, I wish I was just a little bit taller, so I'm quite jealous. Um, and you also model as well, right? Did a Gucci, can we talk about yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, it I'm was such a weird... Six foot seven. Well, yeah. you say this, right, but every time, like, in the modern world, well, I say in the modeling world, <laughs> shit, who the fuck are you? Right, so in... When you speak one. to like modeling agencies, their ideal height is, uh, I think, like six one, six two, and all, people always think like the taller you are, the more likely you are to model. Mm. But it's just such a coincidence. I feel like I've just gone out drinking with the right people, and just met the right people on nights out to then somehow scam them into thinking that I'm a nice person, and then go, oh yeah, if you've got, a, if you ever need someone for a shoot, send like, send them my way, and then. I went out with my mate Sarah, just bumped into this girl on a night out, ended up having a party and then just get a message randomly like a month later. And I was sort of just like forgot. I was like, who, I was like, who's, who's this person? And she was like, babe, Gucci want you for a shoot. And I was like, what? <laughs> just casual. Wait, who do you go like, for I've a drink that gets you on these shoes? <laughs> I don't I know. That. I just went out and met this girl. And then I was sort of just like, oh, Sarah, yeah, you're all right. I was like, cause I clocked who it was. And then she was like, yeah, babe, Gucci want you for a shoot. I sent off one of your photos. I was like, which photos? I look <laughs> shit in all my Instagram photos. And she was like, oh yeah, Gucci just want you for a shoot. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Belled my mum. I was like, mum, apparently I've got a Gucci shoot. Like, okay. And then she legit sends me the, like, sends me the address, sends me the, like all the call sheet and everything. And I was like, sat there, walk into the room and all these people that like, fucking mad good looking. I felt, if you want to be insecure going to modeling, cause like you go there and you're surrounded by a room of <laughs> like the fucking best looking people you've ever seen in your life. How do you how model you before? Right I've done like <laughs> one, I've done like one catwalk yeah. before, but then 
Not really. Like, I haven't really done that much. Yeah. And then, yeah, I just walked into that room. And then you're just surrounded by like, all these fucking mad good-looking people. And you sort of just like, I, how the fuck have I blagged my way into this? And it was literally until, like, I was there with, like, my hair, getting, like, my hair, makeup and all that done, where I was like, they're going to ask me to leave, like, any minute now. Really? Surely, Did you surely like, Sarah's just taking the piss here, or, or they're going to be like, no, no. And then when I was sat there in the seat, I was like, fuck, like, this is weird. Because, like, one of my goals for last year was to, like, do something, do, like, one big thing with, like, a big name, like, fashion brand. And then I was like, fuck. I've absolutely blagged it here, but mm. somehow it's like managed to work. Mm. Well, you couldn't have so done bigger than weird. Gucci. Yeah, that's sick. I was thinking maybe Asda, if I'd go find some more <laughs> shoes, hey, Asda, get me pay, Asda. Hey, Asda would probably fucking pay better than Gucci, yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> George Clothing. <laughs> but you study fashion, so I suppose that kind of go hands in hand, really. I mean... Yeah, it does, like, it, I guess it does, but then it's just now trying to figure out how I can wiggle that onto my CV. Yeah in a okay. way that I can lie that I somehow helped or did right, something. Okay. But nah, yeah, it does, it's cool. And like the collection was really sick. Like the whole, all the outfits I was wearing, I was buzzing. Cause it was like that Ryan Gosling just did a campaign in it. Oh, okay. And like that exact suit, yeah, cause yeah, I was yeah. so buzzing. And then um, basically when we were shooting the whole thing, I thought that when they were filming, I was like sat basically, imagine there's like four rows of, I think it was like four or five rows of people on both sides in like an, as if like in a classroom. And then I thought that from the way they were shooting, I was like, I'm literally gonna have like a split second in this. Watch the thing and I was like, fucking hell. Like yeah, I'm in it quite a bit, I was like, this yeah. is weird. So yeah, it was just mad, like so, so weird. Came out of nowhere and yeah, it was, yeah, mad fun thing mm. to do. Nice, that's sick. That's, that's really cool. It's definitely one to tell the grandkids. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. Oh. here we go, here we go. Go on then. Go on, you go first. All right. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> <laughs> so go on, you go. Okay, I was going to say, well, other than that, obviously, HomeSafe, like you founded this organisation, which, you know, is there to kind of help people who are vulnerable, not necessarily just women, but, you know, mainly women, but anyone in a vulnerable situation to kind of help them get home. So like, kind of tell us a bit more about that and how that started and where the idea came from. Yeah, so I think the idea originally came from when I saw on the news that Sarah Everard got murdered. And like, at that time, the whole thing that I was seeing on Instagram was just girls like reshowing it. Mm. And I was sat there thinking like, right, this is a problem that girls and women are facing but it's not a problem that they should sort of be solving because mm. at the end of the day i'm like a straight white guy who's never been a creep i'm not a weirdo at all but i'd be lying if i said that i like i feel like everyone thinks that these people who'd go out and do these things are these like crazy weirdos that are just like evil and like live in the woods like and just no one hears about when mm. in reality they are literally people who like we go out drinking with that you just might not know about or that you notice some weird shit and you won't call them out on it. Mm. And it's like, I just thought, I was like, it's so messed up that as a lad, I walk home, never had to like look behind my shirt, like turn around and think, fuck, is someone following me? Or like, what's going on? And then I looked at the statistics and it was saying that like in the UK, it's like, I think it's every three days a woman dies at the hands of a man in the UK, like every three days, right. just fucked up. And like, so, 
for sexual harassment as well, girl, it's like 97% of, 97% of girls have been sexually harassed in the UK. That's like the YouGov statistic that came out. Um, and I was like, sure, there's something you can do about this, right? And basically, <laughs> I just put out an Instagram post and I was sat there being like, right, how do I... I was like, if you... My, my method of thinking was that if you have someone that's... German people have like a child that's sick or someone that's sick and they need treatment in America. They set yeah. up a GoFundMe and like people chip into that and then you fire them out to there. So I was yeah. like, and then they get treatment and like, it's obviously a great thing and a lot of people do, it's amazing. So I was like, if girls can't afford to get home, I was like, what if there was just a bank of money where for girls who like work night shift, work, work till like late at bars or just can't afford to get home or like walking home, I was like, what if they could just like, email us their receipt and we just send them like a tenner to yeah. help and it was literally meant to be like when i when i when i posted it i was like i'm going to do like 20 rides fuck knows where this money's going to come from i'm going to ask people to donate to this gofundme um so i was like we'll see where it come, where the money comes from posted it being like if you can't afford to get home emails your receipt and we'll pay for it and then put my phone down and like in the first week we got like 35 quid and i was like right fuck like this isn't i was like oh my god because it was basically i think that people That's were like lame. i know because <laughs> in it and i was like oh fucking hell this yeah. is great and i think because with people like because i had like about four other like businesses that i was trying to like set up before and i think people were just like fucking hell it was just another idea that might just come up with like oh right, yeah right. classic match and then i was like do you know what i'm going to rephrase it because i was like i need this to go big so instead of like I looked at the post and I was like, right. Because originally it was, it looked really cool. It had like a cool design. I was like, I need to strip it down. So I was like, I need this to go viral. So I just changed the text, changed, made it just black text on white background, just as simple as you can. Posted it and literally within an hour, it, my phone was just going nuts. Like everyone was resharing it. Mm. And then I was just going through like my, like people who I follow on Instagram stories and it was just like nonstop, everyone had it on there. And like people from like Love Island were sharing it, um, had like famous people, like well, like celebrities and stuff donating to the GoFundMe, mm. had like four random people just donate a grand each. Oh, sure. I had wow. no idea they were like anonymously. Yeah, because you raised like nearly <coughs> six grand in the end, didn't you? Yeah, we were, so I think Uber in total we raised about, yeah, like seven grand on there. And then we had like other, other platforms as well. So I think in total we raised about 10K um, on the first round, which was that um, through like Just Giving, mm. um, GoFundMe, all those platforms like Facebook, all those sorts of things. And it just blew up out of nowhere. Like mm. I sort of wanted it to blow up and I think it was like, I manifested it in a good way where I was yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. this will need to work. And then came the time of like, right, shit, like Sky News got, got calling, all these news outlets were like, let's do an interview, The Independent, like Time Out, Glamour, all these, Lad Bible, and I was like, okay, sick. And at that time, especially when I did that Sky News interview, they were like, so how are you gonna, um, how are you gonna make sure that people aren't gonna scam it? And I was like, oh, we've got all these security systems in place and stuff. And realistically, at that point, I had no fucking idea how we were this. Cause I was like, Fake it till you I make opened it. the website and like we had about, I can't remember how many it was. I think it's about a thousand people that had already applied. And I was like, okay, right. fuck, how am I going to like bank transfer a thousand people 
not from my bank account because I was like, I'm not going to be able to do a thousand bank yeah. transfers. I'm going to need mm -hmm. like people to help me. And I was like, we can't do it for my personal account. So then I had to find like a business account that allowed you to transfer from different accounts. Then like bank transfers weren't going through. And then we had the problem of like international fees where like people have, because a lot of students and stuff in London are, have like international accounts. Okay. So I was like, fuck, how, like, I had no idea. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I was like, then eventually, so I absolutely blagged it on that Sky News interview, blagged it everywhere. And then the next month, I was like, okay, we're gonna work it out. We're gonna figure out how everything's gonna go. It will be sick. Uh, we'll f figure out a way to do it. And then I landed like, I went out for a beer with my mates um, and realized that halfway through that, I'd always be the kid that like stays out the longest, always like the last person there, go to an afters, blah, blah. But then I ended up going, I was like, lads, well, I feel like my legs are just killing. Like, I need to go home. Like, something's just not feeling right. Went home. And then by the time I got home, I was like, fuck, like, I'm just not able to walk. Like, I don't know what's going on. So I called my mum. My mum was like, oh, just call like 111. It'll be all right. So I called 111. Ended up going to the hospital. And they were like, I was in A&E for about like 12 hours. And they were saying that like, oh yeah, it's all like, we'll, we're just waiting for your results back and stuff. And then they put me into this room where they like tell patients and stuff like tough news. And I was like, oh my God, what the fuck are they gonna tell me here? Oh and basically God. they sat me down there like, okay, so you've got this thing called Guillain-Barry syndrome that's basically been triggered from like you working and like not sleeping and just basically burning out. And then they're like, what's gonna happen is your body's basically gonna like fully pretty much paralyzed for the next month. And then you're gonna have to work for like, it will take about a year to recover. And I was like, oh my oh God. My God. And I then basically that like that month, that month where like home safe was like, it was the time it had to go right. I basically landed in hospital with like two people who helped me doing it. And like my whole, like just had no feeling in my body and had to oh go through God. like what, this so you're mad fully like basically paralyzed? Yeah, I was like paralyzed from like my legs, like my legs, I couldn't walk. Couldn't like whole like arms and stuff, like half my face looked like I had like a stroke. Cause it was just like, it was mad. Oh it God. was actually I mental. I never yeah. knew this as a thing, just from burning yourself from out. From like burnout. And cause I had, basically I was burnt out like mad and then went and got the COVID vaccine. And that apparently was like, cause my, because obviously my immune system was just on the floor because I'd yeah. just not been sleeping, I'd yeah. just been working. And then I went and got a thing that was like, meant to make your immune system work but even harder. It was just like, bang. And yeah, it was one of those things where like, the chances of you getting it are like stupidly small. Like it's some, like when I went there, they, they said that they've never like treated it. They had no, and I was like, oh great, well fucking, <laughs> at least I'm in Makes safe hands. And then, <laughs> Yeah, like the treatment that I had, like if I was in America, would have cost me like 150 grand. Wow, like it was mental. Jesus. So, so spent, like, the time that you, the time that you had, like off, obviously where you weren't, you were in hospital and you couldn't do anything. Is that like, did you use that time to kind of do more work, or were you oh, I was, not able to do anything? So basically, the doctors were like, you need to completely relax. They were right. like, this treatment that you're gonna have is gonna like it was excruciating pain because mm. it was basically it felt like I had like a drip put in. And it felt like I just had acid like pouring through my oh whole body, no. like the whole, I was like, this is rough. What the fuck? And then they were like, you need to completely like chill out. And I remember they did like this um, operation on my back as well to get some sort of like, some fluid out of like my back to test or something. 
and they had to like go through my spine and stuff. Uh. And one time, imagine this, right? So the nurse was like, they did it. And then I was like, oh, she was like, does that hurt? I was like, I've never actually felt pain like this. I was like, I felt like my whole body just like seized up. And then she took it out and she was like, um, she gets another nurse in. She goes, oh, hold on, do we need to use like an anesthetic? And she was like, oh yeah, like, yeah, we oh did. Oh my God. And I was like, <laughs> I've been sat here for like 20 minutes and this nurse was trying to just poke this needle in and in. And I was like, oh my oh, fucking man. God, this is like, the like literally like tears rolling down my eyes. I was like, this is so rough. I'd sue them. You yeah, can absolutely bad. see them. My Isn't ex sued the. But she was NHS she was an absolute darling, so I was like, oh, don't worry. I know because they all work like mad long chefs. They all yeah. work like twelve hour chefs. I get people. that, but if someone jabbed me in the back with that and a say, I would absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I was just like, oh yeah, it's all right. And then after that, I was thinking, okay, that's the worst part thing that I was ha meant to have done. She was like, I was like, just get it over and done. She's like, no, we'll have to do it tomorrow. And I was like, oh my fucking god, like I actually can't deal with this. Mm. So I had to wait until the next day and get it done. But yeah, the whole time I was in hospital, I was still just like fucking working. I, like I had calls with, so we got a partnership with Uber and all my calls with Uber pretty much I had like in hospital just with, I was like, oh yeah, my camera doesn't work. I can't like, there's something wrong with my laptop. But the issue is that like, all these people, I was in like this ward with a load of people. It was just these old geezers that would just scream and shout all oh, the time shit. so I was like it was really hard mute, to on yeah. mute off every time I was like speaking I was like yeah that sounds great mute like right because it was crazy so that Didn't, was quite hard then obviously to like yeah it was like so mentally yeah. it was mad because it was one of those things where when I the more you read about it basically th that condition that I had a lot of people never recover from it mm. and end up like in a wheelchair or end up with like severe like really bad like Par like yeah basically paralyzed whether that's legs Mad. or like most body mm. it's crazy mm. and i was just like why the fuck now like why like this is the time that <clears throat> the worst time this could possibly happen mm. and it's happened but then yeah i guess it sort of made me want it more where i was like fuck mm. it i'm just gonna like go and it, i think at the point where i was like do you know what like if this goes well, I was like, do you not fuck it. If I do end up like that, or if anything bad happens, I was like, fuck it. At least I'll be like, I've tried it. Cracked on as hard as I could. And then, yeah, thankfully recovered all well and everything's back sweet now. Yeah. But it was just, yeah, it was weird as fuck. God, that's crazy. Yeah, that is mad. That is so mad. Like to be doing all of that at the same time as well, like that is pretty bad timing, but I mean. Yeah, it was one of those things where I was like, Fucking hell, we're not gonna sit here and like cry about it. Like, yeah, exactly. On, yeah. You know what I mean? If anything, though, mentally, it could have actually been the best timing. Yeah, to be, yeah, actually, it could have been because it made, it gave me that like, fuck it, complete like, fuck everything. Like, I'm just gonna smash it. Like, because yeah. I said, even when my parents or everyone all around me were like, oh, just chill, just chill. I was like, nah, fuck this. If, if it all goes to shit, mm. at least I'll like smash, well, tried to smash it right till the end so yeah i think yeah. sometimes you need like a mindset like that to actually you know go forward with like a hard task or something and i mean creating a business from the ground up is that's a hard thing to do enough it? It is, so, like being in hospital yeah doing? literally yeah. yeah yeah and you got to get funds um just for like people at home you started it officially launched on the 7th of december 21 didn't it so you've had yeah, so a we year know. and a, yeah. what, a month a month today. 
Yeah, fuck a month. No, yeah, a year and a, a month and a bit. Yeah, a month. Year and a month yeah, nearly. Yeah. Um, and when was it? Because obviously you began because of the Sev- Sarah Everard um, death. Didn't she die? Was it October, I want to say? She was murdered? It was, yeah, it was. And I was sort of sat there scratching my head for like a few months being like, fuck, what can we do here? And then obviously I think when that happened, it was more the like the vigil that was held for her and when the police and stuff, do you remember when all that stuff yeah. kicked off where the police yeah. was well, like, it was a, being like a metropolitan off-duty yeah. police guy that murdered her, wasn't Yeah, it? and then so. a load of police were then like attacking people mm. that for were the COVID okay lockdown. for a, yeah. Yeah. a vigil. Yeah. I remember it's that. Actually, so that was like, so it's literally like a black mirror shit that we're living mm. in. And I was yeah. like, the police aren't doing anything. Sadiq Khani will go and make you like a little promotional video once every six months and tell tell you to like tell all your mates to not be weirdos. I just sat there and thought, yeah. fucking hell, mate. Like you're the mayor of London. There's you're a, twat. Every, you're a twat. How many people are you seeing that this is happening? And like he knows that we exist, and mm. they have so much fucking budget. They have so much budget. Obviously. It's it's like it's mm. broken, and they just choose not to work with us. Like we literally, um, I, me and my mate, we went and showed up to one of their, um, it was like a question time that he did. And we had like our hands up for fucking, basically there was all these questions about different parts of like, of living from like transport to like, um, to like air pollution, to safety, to like schooling, all these different topics. And you can only put your hand up if you want to talk on those topics. But I was like, mate, fuck this. We're going to put our hands up for every single one. And like, they just completely ignored us there. And I was like, for fuck's sake, we've sent them emails, sent them letters and just had no response. When we've not got a solution, but we've got something that is working for now. Like yeah. it's, it's at least helping. Yeah. And yeah, the guy just wants no part of it. So well, the thing is, if you had more resources and you had more budget to put towards it, you would have a solution for everything. But it's not like they don't have the budget. This exactly. is a mental thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, exactly. I just think he's a fucking tosser, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. <laughs> he is a tosser. And let's be honest, if you put your hand up, you won't be able to miss it. Yeah. yeah. Probably scratch <laughs> <on> the Honestly, I've never seen a bloke who can't answer a question straight. Mm. Like you'll, uh, you'll ask him what colours the grass and he'll, he'll go on to like tell you about fucking the price of milk. It's all politicians, like, though. They're it's all the same. It's all bullshit. They actually anger me so much. The yeah. shit they do. Yeah. It is the kind of thing that you just have to not think about, but then even even not thinking about it, you're not even trying <clears> to go <throat> against the problems that they're causing at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. it is literally a catch-22. Yeah. Can't stand them. But I find it interesting what you were saying about, like, men needing to take more accountability mm. for their own actions and how you said that when people were posting about Sarah Everard, it was mainly women, which actually I definitely agree with that. And, like, it was mainly coming from women sharing and sharing their own experiences and stuff at that time, but you didn't hear anything from men and there wasn't really, you know, they weren't really doing much with, even if they were just like sharing more information and reposting stuff, you know, it's not the most you can do, but it's still still, a, still an action that's mm. being taken. But I agree with you in the sense that men do need to take more accountability for it and their actions, because at the end of the day, they're the, they're the problem. They're the issue. Well, I remember when that case came out, and this is me being honest, I said to my housemate, I was pissed off because I was like, why is it then again we're being blamed, like all men, all men? I was really annoyed because I was like, I look out for all my girlfriends and stuff like that. And then like a week later, because I, I was speaking to someone I was with at the time and they felt the same. And then a week later, I was like, wait, what the fuck? 
Like it just suddenly clicked. Yeah. I was like, wait, why am I it's, even? It's so easy to feel that attack when everyone's yeah. like, ah. Oh, but then that's um, coming from. Yeah, that's and coming it, from someone that means done, no yeah, harm to a woman. No harm. Exactly. And like, I'm like, wait, can you imagine these men that actually want to physically hurt women, or you know, they get mad at one little thing? Can you imagine how? This is why I think with the whole social media thing, it's such a great tool. But at the same time, because people, um, people that are more oppressed, their voices are getting louder people that don't want to hear the voices are getting more angrier because they mm. constantly feel like they're being like battered every day. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I was like obviously yeah. it's awful what's happened. And now I'm like, wow, I can't even believe that that, and that's coming from someone yeah. like me. Like I'm very, you know, like equal. I like to look out for people that are in worse situation. Mm. Like, and I look down upon more. So I can't even imagine what these like men that generally despise people like women and want to cause harm, it's how just, they would have mm. felt in that. But this is the thing, it's like you look at even TikTok and everything now with Andrew Tate and stuff. You have kids and even people my age and people older that think that he's like some, yeah, you don't like some like, great Don. Mm. Like the kids yeah. literally a Muppet. Like he mm -hmm. walks around, he sells like some fucking pyramid scheme shit like hustlers university that i can guarantee you i've never looked at it but if i was a guessing man i'd say it's fucking shite what is it because it he was selling some like hustlers university program of like all these different ways that you can get rich which is literally like a pyramid scheme that basically all these the reason why he's popped off on tiktok is because all these kids have affiliate links to like <laughs> in their bios yeah. so they'll then post up all these like andrew tate clips from all these podcasts and then on their bio, they'll have like an affiliate link with like a discount code to that Hustlers University thing. So people will buy into the shit that you say and think he's a geezer, go onto their profile, click his like Hustlers University and join that and then he gets a load of dough. So, and, but again, that then like shut down after a few months. So. Yeah. Well, he's just been arrested for right, trafficking. Traffic, traffic, yeah. yeah. I Which, don't get how people idolize that man. It's, it's, it <laughs> actually baffles me. But it's just people I know that even like oh yeah he's nah because he's right like you've got to escape the matrix and i'm just like mate fucking chill he out. looks like, like the listen, matrix in it like what are you doing <laughs> they're just both Slapped. absolute professional shit talkers yeah like, if you heard some because i i was like do you know what? i'm going to give this guy a listen because i was like if i'm going to sit there and shit on it at least give it a listen and apparently the guy's done like everything the guy's done everything humanly possible for a person to ever do he's just like he's a guy who apparently brought aloe vera drinks into the uk which is just i can just again if i was a guessing man absolute bollocks. i know one thing he did not do though he did not bring the saying elephant in the room because alexander that was Burke alexander Burke. that, that was yeah. alexander Burke. she brought that saying to the uk and if you don't know get to know yeah continue true <laughs> But yeah, I just think he's yeah, absolute muppet. What yeah, do you think? What do you think men could do more? Do you know? What? I think it's simple Die. things. Just like if you see your mate speaking to a girl in a weird way, just be like, sort yourself out. But not, don't get, don't get Larry. I'd say I'd say don't get Larry, but be show him that you're pissed off yeah. because mm. your mate will be pissed off with you for a sec because he'll be like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? But then after a few after a few minutes when they've called down and be like, oh, actually, nice one. Mm. Because if you fall out with it, if the people who you like pull up on it, you then fall out of you and you lose friends of it, they're not the fucking people you want to be exactly. friends with. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So like, exactly. And even if you just certain things like if you're on a bus or if you're out on like on the today I was on the tube today and like literally some geezer was just 
speaking to a girl which you could just tell didn't want to be spoken to mm. and like I literally just walked over and I was like all right mate I was like listen like just co come up come up here and I was like she's just not interested in it like just little things yeah, like yeah, that yeah. you're never gonna get like no confrontation there's no like violence involved or anything but just like if you see someone being like in an uncomfortable position it doesn't even have to be a girl if you see anyone in an uncomfortable position just go up to them and be like listen like probably Definitely not yeah. like yeah I think that's difficult though. I do that a lot and I've been in like, cause sometimes as well, you're too nervous to go over in the situation. Like, and I mean, when we're out, we've had it loads, like sticking up for our girlfriends, like our really good friend. Mm -hmm. um, I won't say names, she might not want to, but we used to go out in Shoreditch all the time. And like, I remember one night and it was the last night I said, I'm never going Shoreditch with you ever again. Cause the amount of men that used at the traffic lights, like, so we couldn't walk down the street. It was like being with a celebrity and this one guy wouldn't leave her alone. She was like, oh, sorry, I don't want to give you my number. He started kicking off at her. And I was like, yo, just like, can you just chill yo. out? She don't, yo, listen, Yank, listen. Roadman Ollie came out. Listen, no, I literally had some like horrible jeans on, a fucking shirt probably, and like shit flickers, <coughs> giving it the big I am in Shoreditch. This guy was probably like seven foot. And he threatened to take me outside with a knife. Because mm. I was like, it was mad. And I was like, I'm never going out It's hard because, yeah, and there can be confrontation like i mean like you said we've seen it before there can be confrontation in some situations i just find it crazy that men they just feel so obliged yeah they feel like they have they just need the to feed right their ego get, in situations like that they feel yeah, like they have exactly. the right to do it they can get anyone they want yeah as soon as their ego is hurt or someone confronts them or questions and what they're doing their ego fucking takes over that's yeah. th that's the dickheads that get like angry mm. i think you out you know what I, mean? I think the main thing as well for like even just a starting point is like when men feel like they deserve to put themselves on someone else like that, like whether it's through hate or through wanting to get, I literally think the main thing is if, would you ever let someone speak like that to your family? Like imagine, you know, mm. your sister, your mom, someone like that, that's the only way I could ever, because saying, mm. oh, pick up a book, book and educate yourself, nine times out of 10, a guy's not gonna do that. But mm. do, do you know do, what I mean? Yeah, do you know what? I think the main problem isn't that. I think it's guys think that that's the way to speak to girls. Whereas like, if you think, like I looked into this and I spoke with a load of people and it's just like, girls will like you if you're nice. Girls will like you if you're polite, yeah. well-mannered, if you've got good like morals. Girls don't like guys or small, like a very, very small like group of girls like guys who are fucking like toxic, like act like fucking big man, all yeah. this and speak to people like shit. And in, in reality, it's stuff that like, I don't know where people have been taught it from, whether it's from friends, family. Because a lot of the times, like, I feel bad on people because it's, let's say if they have their dad or, like, their mom that's always been like that, they, it's literally, like, what they've grown up with and mm -hmm. what they think is the normal thing. Yeah. But for people who've come from, like, with where people, like, where both parents are always sound or, like, a pet or your parents are all sweet, then, like, there should be no... I don't know. I think it's just from your friends and stuff. People think it's cool to speak to girls like this. Yeah, I, like I kind of, I agree with you. I, I think what you were saying about like the parents and stuff, I do think it comes down to that a lot. I think if there's like generational trauma that's passed down from like parent to child, I feel like that plays such a massive part in the way that people treat anyone, not just, mm. not necessarily just women, but like, the way they treat anyone, I think that's kind of learn from. It's kind of like all you know. It's if, all you know. If so if, you're, your if your dad's a fucking bastard and he's at home like beating your mum, like of course that's 
you're going to do the same. Yeah. Like, you're going to treat women with no respect because that's the role that you've seen and that's the role model that you're looking up to. So, And it also yeah. comes down to, as well, just stuff that um, we're so susceptible to. So, like, literally, even in a magazine, you see women getting slandered left, right and centre. On mm. a, a film, TV show, like, it's very common that, you know, the woman would be like seen less of it's even like lack of representation even in porn like people don't shag like that do you know what i mean it's yeah. so yeah. many little things that we don't even realize mm. is literally like mind yeah. and it's until mm. you are faced with a situation like for example me with the whole sarah situation when i had to literally tell myself wait this is not correct way of thinking you have and then you realize when it comes to that point do you know what i mean mm that like you have literally been brainwashed probably. It's almost like desensitization of it. It's like, we just yeah. think, oh, it's fine. Like, it's like violence in films and stuff. You get used to it after a while. You see it in a film, it's like, it doesn't affect you that much. But if like, that was the first time you were seeing that kind of violence, It'd you be would be like, wow. But I like what you just said there about like the verbal aspect. It's not necessarily just physical, it's verbal as well. Like when you were saying 90, was it 97% of women? Yeah, it's mad. Like, like and actually, I could see that because people get catcalled all the time all in the, the streets. Like, I see it here all the time. I see yeah. it all the time. But even with that, it's like, right, if you're going to catcall, like, this is what I don't get about catcalling. It's like, what do you, especially with like builders and stuff, because all my mm. mates are always saying, like, it's builders that are like the worst. Yeah. And we're always like, imagine if you're like, you see a girl walking past and you think to shout something. Like, better thing, if you really like that, just maybe. Walk on and be like, hi, all right, hope you're having a nice day. Can I grab your number? No? Fine. Sweet. Have a yeah. lovely day. Catch you. Try that. If mm. you're going to cat call, try that, but yeah. always be polite. Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong. And I feel like lads are all also now like getting more scared of like speaking to girls because of like, because it may come across bad. It's not because like, mm. Do you know when like our parents and stuff were like meeting each other or when an older generation yeah. like meeting each other, it wasn't like free sliding through people's DMs. They were like forced to like, yeah, yeah, to oh, actually speak. that girl's hot. I'm going to have to walk over or dance over looking like yeah, a bit yeah, of a yeah. bell end and then try and like somehow convince her to get her mum's house phone number. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, and there's, I think there's something so like beautiful about going up and like actually like chatting someone up, but there's, there's a right way of doing it. And it's like, there's a polite way of doing it. And there's a way that you can make them feel comfortable while you're doing it. Not like the whole sleazy, like walk over and then cling around and then like- Look at your tits. Yeah, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I agree with you. Like there's, there is a way of doing it, isn't there? Yeah. And I think a, a, a woman would appreciate that. But also I do think as well with the builder thing, if you do see a woman walking around, probably just don't approach her. Yeah. She probably just wants to get somewhere mm. by herself. Yeah, and also me. the fucking people that cat call the dickheads in the van to builders have Ugly. daughters they have daughters yeah, themselves they have they'll wives. go home and pick up fish and chips and take it home to their daughter yeah. and wife it makes no sense it literally makes no yeah, sense it's a bit mad but it's as if a girl's like yeah. as if in their head they think a girl's going to turn around and go oh my fucking god hold on then grab that ladder let me come up there yeah and literally yeah. 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 Come yeah. There and get me a brick and I'll help you trust me got a spare helmet going like <laughs> no. got their yeah. arseholes swinging out as well it is it is mad it is collecting cement is that arsehole debit or credit swipe so with your with the like where where are you going next where are you planning to go next like because you've you know it's been running for a year like how's it how is it going now has it still got good momentum you know donations yeah, so stuff like that 
basically, we've just finished our first year of Uber. As the plan is, hopefully, if Uber want to renew, it'd be banging. So we want to renew with Uber for another year contract. And then we've just got like some of the biggest like partnerships lined up. Mm. So we've worked last year, we did like Red, uh, Red Bull and Uber were like our main ones. Um, Red Bull are then, killing it recently. Yeah, such Sweet. good people to work with. Like, so now, same with Uber, like, Uber, the whole Uber team are just mm. unreal. Um, and then, yeah, we've just got like a load of like big, big partnerships for this year, which hopefully should be really cool. And then we've got a catwalk planned as well, which would be really sick. So it's going to be called like Catwalk Against, um, catwalk against Catcalling. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it. Um, oh, that's really so good. we've got like a, lo- like a few designers that really, that really want to do that. So that's going to be like our big thing, mm. I think, for this year that I think will go pretty big mm. based on the concept we've got, which is sick. Can we walk? I want to walk in. Yeah, it. just do it. <laughs> yeah, get you walking in it. Um, so yeah, just basically do it more, just help get a load of partnerships and just help as many people get home. That's really and cool. And just raise much yeah. money. That's it. I do have a question, sorry, from a friend that she did actually ask us, what happens if she can't get an Uber? She says she can never get an Uber. This is, see, this this thing, is, yeah, this is a thing in London, which also, I mean, it's not your fault, but being involved in that, you also have to look at that aspect. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Because it's sometimes it is like, it's got a bit better recently, but also <laughs> it can be hit and miss where like, and that's, I, I'm sure you might have had questions like that before, yeah. probably. So all the time, and like this is the thing that I've always spoke with Uber as well. Like we've had conversations with Uber all the time. So like introducing new features, introducing new things that like how like how can we help it? So one thing was like this thing called ride check, where halfway through your journey, when we spoke with Uber, now what happens is if you go on your Uber, it will literally tell you. I think they've launched it in America. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it's being launched in the UK as well. But again, I haven't used Uber for ages. We shouldn't fucking say that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm got here by well, basically, <laughs> when you go into Uber and you go on your ride at like uh, late at night or when it goes dark, it'll ask you halfway through, like, are you on? Is everything okay? Like, are you are you on track? Because if not, notifications you can have that. a button that says no, and then um, like your whole like location is tracked by them. And like, I th- okay. I'm not sure exactly how it's sent, but I think it's like. Um, like you can send it to like a like to the police or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then we're working with like another brand as well that's like doing these personal safety alarms that um, you can just click like a button three times and it sends like an emergency text like five of your emergency contacts. Okay, that's good. It's just banging. Yeah. But back onto that thing um, with the, with Uber. Obviously, like we're trying to get more people. Um, like uh, we spoke to Uber to try to get as many people um, on the app as possible with drivers and stuff, but they have just said simply it's a case of they don't have X amount of drivers every night. It changes because mm. obviously they don't hire people. People just work for themselves yeah, yeah. through mm. them. Um, so yeah, it's it's annoying. I wish I could help, but obviously like if we were to work with all these other brands. Basically, we can't work with like Uber, Bolt, all these, because it's just simply not possible yeah. with what we're doing. Yeah. Um, as much as I'd love that to be the case, it's just not possible because yeah. it's too like, with contracts and stuff and with, yeah, it's just mainly like a contractual thing. What would be handy, I think, as well, if like not just Uber, but like similar companies to Uber, like Bolt, Freenow, you know, all the like, pickup companies and stuff or even like just taxi drivers in general if there was like an education system on like what to do in certain situations or like to spot 
abuse or to spot yeah. harassment or to spot like certain things because they're driving around all the time so like they they see the streets they see what's going on and like they have people in their cars all the time i feel like there needs to be like more education along with all of that mm. as well like to kind of spot the signs of certain things that are going wrong and mm. to prevent those things from happening I suppose that could just happen to everyone though not just drivers yeah i mean it could yeah it's definitely out, yeah, yeah like it applies to everyone so. but i just think you know mm. i think they should also be educated on how to not press cancel when you <laughs> yeah, yeah that yeah. as well yeah especially when they're like one minute away and it goes yeah, drive yeah. after you've waited like 15 minutes i'll never yeah. forget being cold. outside of your house and i had suitcase your old house not the one you're in now had a suitcase and a backpack went outside i saw his number plate and it just said cancel and just <laughs> that's heartbreak that yeah. was really emotional central london's quite hard to get a taxi though isn't it? it's really hard it has it has got better but after a night out it's mm. impossible but i do think that is an interesting like and obviously that is nothing to do with you and it's good it's you've raised tissue, so those sorry. points what are your accounts for the home safe stuff so if people want to see so everything's at home safe ldn like okay. london yeah so yeah everything should be on there and everything's mainly through like the instagram and then our website um at the minute we're literally doing like two weeks um of like sorting out all the back end so like all every all our sites like not live um because yeah we're just basically doing a sort of refresh because we've had the same system for a whole year mm -hmm. so we're just doing like a whole refresh to make sure all the back end stuff works banging but yeah after that we're back in like yeah. two and weeks. then when you are back like if someone does need the help how do they go about it or is that all explained on the so you system? literally go onto our website which is at um at homesafeldn.com or you go through our website and it'll guide you to it and you just literally click apply for a code. You put in like your name. Um, you li it's literally like a two minute form to fill out. It literally takes no time at all. Send it off and then we'll send you a code if you're like, if everything matches. Because okay. we asked for like a photo of like a photo ID um, just to show and like your name on your Uber account. Because a lot, often a lot of people like just try to abuse it and stuff. Right. So just so that we can, yeah we can make sure that everyone's mm. like legit <laughs> and do yeah. they do that before or after they've like requested uber um like after before, before before so basically it will take us like a few like two or three days sometimes a bit longer to process it because obviously like everyone who's working on it is volunteers like we've not we haven't got like some mad big office that yeah. we work from like everyone's mm. volunteers so um yeah if you know that like you're going to need it on the friday do it like the earlier yeah. the, the better to be honest yeah, yeah. and do you want to let people know how they can donate as well yeah, so we've got like a Just Give In page and a GoFundMe, so mainly the GoFundMe. And then, yeah, that's linked in our, okay. on our website as well. Cool, mm. yeah. You know you said people abuse it. How, do you, how can you tell if someone's not being genuine? So basically, when you get a girl, like, um, a girl called Carolyn, or that's just a made-up name. So like a girl called... Watch out Let's say like a girl called Carolyn has decided to fill out the form like eight times in a row you, you sort of look at it and you think hmm yeah probably not mm. so you like send off one but then what we do is also like if we see like the same names pop up often we'll always like drop them an email being like listen uh we've seen that you like apply quite a few times anyway we can help like other than this um send them a few resources of like some like help they they can use as well but just to basically understand their like their situation a bit yeah. more because if they are like often we've had times where there's girls who will apply like every week that they're like oh well i work on like a saturday night finish work at about um 
like two in the morning and then I've got like a like 25 minute walk home mm. so that's that so then we're yeah. like okay cool so what we'll do is we'll just set you up like a like a recurring so yeah it's yeah it's kind of yeah it's the reason why our system because everyone it's a bit annoying that we're not like when you apply for it you get it straight away but if by not having that and by taking a few like I know it takes like two or three days, but by doing that, we can like humanly like have actual people check those names. Because otherwise, if we had like an automated system, we'd just rinse through so much, so many codes and so much money that we'd just get abused by people like Carolyn. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Carolyn. Fuck you, Carolyn. Carolyn. Um, (laughs) Scammer. Um, yeah, so like scammy Carolyn who will just fill it out eight times. Pause. Yeah. So no, going to watch this called Carolyn. Yeah, no. yeah. Sorry, sorry if your name actually yeah. is Carolyn. Don't, don't even sorry. bother applying, Carolyn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. But no, I mean, I, I hope that people don't abuse it because I mean, it's such a it's good, a really it's good, such cause, a good yeah. initiative. Yeah, and it's amazing. Good for you. Yeah. No, honestly, fair play to you. I hope people don't abuse it because it's like that could be Literally that could be used for people. someone who actually yeah. needs yeah. it. Um, but obviously people see it as like, oh, fucking hell, if, if we want to go out as the boys and then we want some free taxis home, we can yeah. get some free taxis home. Like. Yeah, it's not on. Yeah. yeah. I suppose and it just comes down to trust of people, which some people will abuse it, but oh, hun- yeah. <coughs> hopefully for the most part, everyone yeah. understands the cause. Yeah. And, and even if you've around. helped one person out of a thousand, you know, you've helped one person, that's yeah. the main thing. So this thing. is the thing that like, even when I went on Sky News and stuff, they were saying that, oh, and on like this thing called look so I went had this TV interview on this like thing called London Live and this woman before we went before we were like live on air she was so nice like so lovely unreal like really nice I was really excited I was like this is going to be a sick interview and then as soon as we switched records she was like so and just completely like just grilled me for about five minutes and I was sat there like Fucking hell! Like what? What? Like Complete what are these? Yeah, just Is like the throwing all these accusations <laughs> yeah. and stuff. And then, um, yeah, like we were just—I was just saying. So I was like, because basically, oh, the main question that was that, like, well, a load of people are going to abuse it, right? And I was like, well, I'm not going to not do it just because a select few like yeah. idiots are going to be. Why do people have to always focus about, on the negative? Yeah. Like, and everyone was like, oh, what? That's not why you shouldn't do it. The whole it. thing behind it was because originally we had loads of these articles written that was basically labeling me to be this huge scam artist, which is like, okay, he's basically people just going to get all this money. Get these like ten grand that he's raised on GoFundMe and just go off and, and just spend fuck it. Off on all of it. And I was like, do you really think I'd like put my government name out there, yeah, like yeah. attach yeah, it literally. to my Instagram yeah. to be like, oh yeah, what homestead? Yeah, we were gonna launch it, but we're not anymore. Like, mm. so I think that was what the good thing about the Uber Club was. I think that sort of like really shut them up. like shut yeah. everyone up and was like yeah. put us on the map, so to or say. I find it mad yeah. that people would even want to go and discredit. Such a God, good people have things. Do you know what I mean? Right. I can't so believe annoying. it. Like, well, actually, I can believe it. Yeah. But yeah. whatever. Like, like, what goes on? Journalists as well, mate. Oh my god. Yeah. Never, yeah, they're great. I never, twats. I never knew that. I always thought like being a journalist would be cool when I was younger. Oh my god, don't go into journalism. Like, just yeah. don't. <laughs> they're just such bell ends. Mm. But yeah. But no, if you do have any questions, always comment down below, or obviously visit. Your Instagram page at Home Safe LDN. LDN. Home Safe LDN. 
um, all the information is there. But yeah, I yeah. think you're doing a great job. Keep it up. Yeah, appreciate and it. I can't wait to see what's happening in the future. Yeah, but me too. Nice yeah, good for you. Absolute applaud. Thank for you. you so Thank much, you very much. Thank, Thank you. Guys. you. Go on, show everyone how tall you are. Stand up. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get next to you then. Yeah, just, <laughs> see, just see his knees. Oh my god. <laughs> 